Welcome back to the Game Chat Podcast Sunday, February 25th, a special Sunday edition of the Game Chat Podcast. Um, still no football. I was kind of hoping it just would come back this week, um, but here we are. There's a chance. I heard it. I heard there was a chance. Really? Yeah. It was not a credible source, but it was something mm. to believe. <laughs> um, it kind of has. Have you seen the clips of the ice football league? No. Where they're running around on the ice like they do it in hockey rinks and they play. It's pretty scary. I'm with that. Yeah. Skate, yeah. Skate's it's really cool. Shoes. No. Shoes. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's that makes sense, yeah. fun. Um, All right. Well, it's good to be with you guys. Um, we are going to continue our rebuilding series. We only got through one division last time. Uh, we're going to get ambitious and try to do three. We're going to try to do the NFC East and then the AFC and NFC South. Um, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, I would like to incorporate a stock up, stock down in there somewhere just to... So maybe after the NFC East, we do a quick stock up, stock down just to do something non-football. But um, yeah, let's do this thing. Let's get right into it. Um, we're going to start with the NFC East because we did the AFC East last week. If you missed it, go check it out. Um, let's do the NFC East. Um, start with the division winning Dallas Cowboys. Um, this division, I believe has the record right now for most, uh, like most years without back-to-back division winners. Is that correct? Yeah. I thought this year was for sure going to be the year that it broke, but, uh, the Cowboys finished at 12 and five. They lose a, an ugly game to the Green Bay Packers in the wild card round. Mike McCarthy, though, still the head coach of this team somehow. Uh, they did bring in Mike Zimmer to be the defensive coordinator. Um, they have the 24th pick in the draft. Uh, this is a little dated, but I had them as the as 14 million under the cap. Is that correct now? Mm. Or over the cap, sorry. Like negative 14? Negative three. Negative three. What are you looking at, Cole? Not wrecked. I have oh, shown negative. To all or top 51? Which one? Which all. One, or, which one are we going to? We'll do all. So negative, so negative nine. Nine million. Yeah, um, <laughs> nine million over the cap. So not, not too bad. Not too bad for the Cowboys. Nine million over the cap. Um, free agents for the Cowboys. They have Teron Smith, their all pro left tackle. Tony Pollard is a free agent. Uh, they also have Stefan Gilmore. Um, my big question for this team that I think we could talk about first, what does all in look like for the Cowboys? Mm. Because I feel like they've been in this all in cycle for the past four years. I think they lost to the Niners a couple years in a row in the playoffs. And it seems like this team is just like a good regular season team. And they've had just some pretty big struggles in the playoff. So what does all in look like for the Dallas Cowboys this year? I think like the obvious answer is probably switching your head coach, getting rid of McCarthy. Um, but I also think that having a solid wide receiver too, uh, giving Dak a second option to throw to, I think that could, I think that would really help their offense because right now it's pretty much if you can stop CD, 
there's nobody else that's really a threat on their mm-hmm. offense. So I think it's I think that that's a big piece. Um yeah, those two things for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it probably looks also like you're restructuring a couple contracts. You're probably trying to maybe overpay a couple guys for your team, like the Von Miller type of signing for the Bills or something like that. Um, yeah, I think it's sacrificing some of your long term for this short term if you really want to go all in here. I think you got you got to get closer to the mic just because it's it's still not I don't know that microphone is really weird we just need to get a new one um yeah I think you're right I I wrote down like Dak Dak's contract probably needs to get restructured his uh, cap hit this year is almost is that is that right it's almost 60 million I have it yeah 59.5 is what oh. I see that yeah, so it so needs to get restructured. You gotta get, you gotta re- Yeah, yeah. I, again, this is where we kind of run out of. Um, this is where our knowledge, at least mine, I'm pretty confident for you guys too that it all kind of runs out here with the restructure. Don't know how I, they do any of that. I do know, like, you can convert a lot of it to sign, like a signing bonus. Right. Like the Broncos just did that with Russ. They converted like seventy five million to a signing bonus. And yeah, freed up forty five of dead cap. Not a hundred percent sure what that <laughs> means, but I I think it just means that like they're gonna straight up give him the money because I think you and then it doesn't it's not part of your cap. Uh, yeah, you give them the contract so like they get the money year by year. But if they're on the team, it makes sense to just mm-hmm. give them the money straight up, right? Yeah. To clear the cap, I think is how mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, don't know how all the financial side works out, but that's tends to be what teams do. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do. Um. I think a lot depends on what they do with those three free agents that I listed. Um, like, if you don't bring back Tyron Smith, you're probably going to need to go get another tackle. Um, that's kind of what this Cowboys team was based off of. Why they had so much success was their line has been really good. The Tony Pollard piece is very interesting. Um, they kind of went they went all in on Tony this year, and it and it failed pretty miserably. He is he's not a workhorse running back. Um, and it was, it was just a very interesting strategy. Like you look at a team like the lions who eat, like spent significant draft capital on a running back and still brought in a veteran running back to be kind of their main guy. Um, and it was interesting, like Zeke left and they were like, all right, we're going to go all in on Tony Pollard and didn't work. So if they do decide to bring back Tony, I feel like you've got to bring some veteran running back in to, to take the kind of the, the, the brunt of the. You know the the hard hits, the four yard gains, the fastball running back. Yeah, and have Pollard be like a specialty pitch almost. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that analogy. I think you got to yeah. The way that defenses are catching up with how offensives play is you you got to have two running backs. I think unless you some teams can make it work with certain guys, but yeah, you kind of you kind of need to you have you have to have two guys that can that run it differently rather than just because if you can if you can predict like if, you know if you have a really fast linebacker and they can keep up with Tony Pollard. If he's getting all the snaps, if you're getting all the handoffs, then he's it's teams are catching on and they can lock down on that. Yeah. I would say they like knowing the Cowboys, there's probably a trade coming soon. Like that's just kind of what they've done in the past, like with Gilmore and with Cooks, they they traded for and um I don't know. That would just be my my gut with the Cowboys is like they they probably go make a trade for something. I don't know what, but um 
Yeah. That's a good, I think that's probably a good. And I mean, uh, if we're talking about adding another running back, Derrick Henry, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, those guys are all free agents. So if you're looking to spend money like on another weapon to help Pollard or replace him, there's good free agent options. You wouldn't even have to give up much to go get. So, yeah, they're just, they're in a weird spot. Uh, like they're a good team that seems to kind of be not quite there. It's like they're I, in a they're in that weird zone. Yeah, they're just it's hard to like explain it any way than they're the Cowboys. Yeah, and they will be good until they play a good team, and then they just I don't know. Yeah, kind of fall apart. I feel like. We covered the Dolphins and the Bills last week. I feel like they're in a very similar like purgatory as the Cowboys. Like the man, we're right there, but I don't think we are the one of those top teams right now, or at least we thought we were, and we just didn't. Disappointing season, and then we got to restructure, find money, and a lot of options, a lot of yeah. And for both of those teams too, like the playoff failures this year is just is brutal because this is. It was supposed to be kind of one of the weaker years, and especially, yeah. You know, I mean, we talked about the Bills last week, like you said, but I mean, on the on the like, you lose to the Packers. Are you kidding me, Cowboys? Like that. This is not the year you wanted to lose to the Packers in the playoffs. Um, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be tough. I, I unless they make a big trade, they don't really have the ton of flexibility, and they kind of have their identity on on who they are as a team. So I don't expect anything huge. And with the twenty fourth pick in the draft, like I don't know. I don't know, what are you gonna do? Um, let's go to the eleven and six Philadelphia Eagles. They lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the uh, wild card round as well. Most disappointing eleven and six year of all time. Yeah, it's got to be up there. There's only like three years, seventeen <laughs> games. So um, they bring in Kellen Moore as their OC and Vic Fangio as their DC. Two pretty big name hires that they go out and get. They have the 22nd pick in the draft. They have 20 million in cap. This is still, again, I, this is a little dated. So I got 32 for top 50. Yeah, 32 for top 51, 20 for all. 20 for all. Okay. So 20, 20 million uh, cap. Some pretty big name free agents for them. Uh, DeAndre Swift is a free agent. Uh, Fletcher Cox is a free agent. Jason Kelsey, obviously, a lot of questions on his retirement. He's also a free agent. Uh, Brandon Graham is also a free agent. So some pretty big names free agents um i don't know my my question i think about the eagles is more on the hiring of the coordinators last year they promoted in-house they kept a lot of things the same rightfully so after that super bowl like you lose both your coordinators to become head coaches and they promoted guys within and that kind of was their downfall um and now they go out and do the exact opposite. Like instead of sticking with those guys or maybe promoting another guy, I don't know. You you went out and you got two pretty big name guys to be your coordinators. Is that enough for the Eagles? I think my immediate answer is probably yes. Because, I mean, a lot of their struggles last year seemed to be from play calling and just weird coaching decisions and then so i think you take a roster that is pretty close at the going into next season it's going to be pretty close to the roster that was in the super bowl missing a few key players if kelsey retires 
Brandon Graham leaves, but it's going to be like the same Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown. Like there's going to still be key players back. I think you're hoping that the play calling was the issue and that this fixes it. And I don't know, you bring a couple, like you bring Swift wasn't bad this year. I think you maybe you re sign him for a similar deal to he had this, he had this year or maybe a little bit more. Or go out and get one of those free agents. So it's also know. only twenty five, right? Kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think I think that's kind of the hope is that you go out and get two of the like hottest names for their like respective uh, coordinator positions, um, and that that kind of fixes your problems that you had down the stretch. So. I think a uh, a big cut candidate for them is Kevin Byard. Uh, you save thirteen million if you cut him right now. He's the third biggest cap hit on your team. Um, that gives you thirty five in cap space. That's enough to. I mean, first you can either draft a center or try to if Kelsey's not staying, and then, and then you can hopefully make some additions to your roster that you didn't. But I think you're right. I think the coordinators is the biggest thing for them. I mean especially just how much they were moving around the entire time. I think that's just, that's the worst thing you can do. I think some is sometimes is like they were 10 and one and then they, uh, demoted their DC. Yeah. And I, put Matt. Yeah. It was a very panicked season. Mm-hmm. Felt like if that yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And I think again, like a lot of this stuff is going to depend on, do they decide to bring Cox and Graham back? Because if you don't, then, a lot of that cap has got to be spent on your D line. Like that was one of the reasons you were so successful in making it to the Super Bowl two years ago. And if you lose those pieces, like even though they're a little older, especially Fletcher Cox, like you got to go get guys that, and, and I think they've been trying to do that with Davis and Carter and Nolan Smith, but like Carter can barely stay on the field. Davis can stay on the field even less. <laughs> yeah. Th- right. those, he barely played his, exactly player. both those two. And then Nolan Smith just wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you probably need to go spend there would be my guess. Yeah. Um, and then the secondary is a little bit weaker too. Like, right. I mean, Bradbury that first year, the Super Bowl year, they brought him in and he had he had an all pro caliber season. It's just that it was James Bradbury and yeah. nobody really was like, he's on the same team as Darius Slay too. So you're obviously going to look at him as like the leader of the secondary, but this year he took a huge step back. He yeah. played horrible all season. Yeah. They honestly, like, as we're talking about it, remind me a little bit, not not quite, but a little bit like the Mariners from like two years ago where we made the playoffs and then you brought back so many of the same guys being like, they're going to have that same career year that they had. Mm. And like even Hertz was very similar. It's like Hertz played, Hertz like arguably was the MVP two years ago and you bring him back and you're like, okay, if he just stays at the same level, like we're going to have such a good team. And like, he wasn't bad, but he took a step back or like he didn't right. play as well. And that happened to, I think a lot of those players and like you let CJ Gardner Johnson go and which rightfully so like all these moves are very justifiable, the coordinators too, but it's pretty unrealistic to think that a lot of like your guys are going to have the same career year as they did the year before. And that's exactly what the Mariners did. We, I remember being like, oh yeah, Gino's going to hit 30 home runs again. Cow's going to hit for 220 and 30 home runs. And it was you know, Jared Kelnick's going to have the same second half and they all kind of took a step back. And then once a bunch of guys take just even a little bit of step back, 
it, you're going to notice a big drop off. And I think that's kind of what the Eagles did. I, I mean, even I remember Reed going in the playoffs, we were talking and the Niners were obviously the favorite in the NFC, but you're kind of looking around. You're like, I think the Eagles, like, would I be shocked if the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl again? Well, no, no like, we did the, when we did the like playoff team draft thing, I took the Eagles cause it was like, I, like you said, it's a weak year. They went to the Super Bowl last year. The loaded yeah. roster, I mean, they could figure it out easily. Yeah. They just didn't. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. So I think that makes it super interesting to decide. Like, Howie Roseman, too, is like one of the most active GMs in, in football. So him making some sort of move doesn't like wouldn't surprise me at all. But um, I'm just I'm going to be very interested to see what it is like. They have, they definitely have some decisions to make, especially, especially if Kelsey retires. Like, that's a that's a big hole that that they need to fill. So, I don't know. Any any other thoughts on on the Eagles? Do you guys like Kellen Moore and Vic Fangio? I don't hate them. Um, I like your point you made with the betting on career years. The year after is always going to be tough, um, and it's just a tough spot to be in as a GM because you're like, well. He did have it. He just had his best year. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna move on from a guy yeah, like that's. But, yeah, yeah. That's what honestly what Belichick did so well at. It's like he would take guys that had really good years and were going need to get paid and would move on from them and find guys that like replaced them really well. And yeah, that's just really that's really hard to do. Hence why they he's the most successful <laughs> coach in the NFL. All right. Um. Yeah. Those those two teams at the top are gonna be very interesting. It's it's. They're definitely the clear cut one and two uh, in the East, and both have some pretty major question marks. I would say so. Uh, we we'll go to the bottom two teams in this division, and this is this is where it gets tough. Um, the six and eleven New York Giants coming off a, a another career type career year type season where they where they made the playoffs, were the surprise team in the NFL two years ago, and. Uh, this past year, just a, a nightmare season, really. Um, they bring in the Titans defensive coordinator to be their defense coordinator, Shane Brown. Never heard of him? I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, was, wouldn't Vrabel call, would he call plays for? I think, or? I don't think so. I think Vrabel was a. Was kind of a hands off. Or like. Yeah. What do they call them? Um, morale guy? Or no, there was some word that's, yeah, something like that. Shoot. Um, that'll come to me, but it's like what the head, the head coach that doesn't call plays for either side, they call him something. Um, anyways, they have six pick in the draft. Luckily for them, they do have their pick at six, um, 26 million in cap for the New York giants. Uh, I have 38. 38 million in cap. Uh, 39. Okay. 38. Nine. I like maybe just ask. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wrote these. I, the other ones I wrote, I, I did this. This one I had prepped for last week. So, it changed a little bit since I've done that. Um, so 30-something million in cap. Um, Saquon Barkley is the free agent for the Giants. Um, Adoree Jackson is also a free agent. Um, the big question here is the quarterback. <laughs> he is your biggest cap hit this year by a double. $47 yeah. million dollars to Oof. Daniel Jones. Oof, that's tough. That's like you add. You have to add like a real pick to get off that contract if you yeah. want to pick a quarterback. There. Yeah, that's tough. Um, what? <laughs> I don't know. What do you? What? What do we do? 
what do we do if you're the Giants? You're, we're sitting in the Giants meeting room right now. What's our what's our plan? I think you probably look at receiver in that sixth pick, or at least you you entertain that idea a lot because you got a quarterback who's got a real bad contract or a real hefty contract right now, and so you got to get him at least some type of pass catcher. Darren Waller didn't work out last year. Um, you paid like how many wide receivers did they have on their roster at the beginning of the year last year? Like. Nine or ten or something, yeah. and they're so all they're bad. All, they're all wide receiver twos. Uh-huh. All wide receiver like fours. <laughs> Darius Slayton was the leading receiver with like seven hundred mm-hmm. yards. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah. What was your read? What was your hot take? Uh, it was Dar- like it was Darren Waller would lead the team in receiving, and he was second with like five hundred. <laughs> he almost did, and had such a bad year. <laughs> like that's that's like, like uh, the worst year of his career. Yeah, like that. That is just a nightmare season. Uh, Waller's probably cut, right? Uh, let's see. So he, his cap hit is fourteen. Let's see if like seven. his dead cap is seven. So, I, yeah, it's an interesting. I mean, do you think you can, if you add another receiver, maybe he can come back and have at least a semi good year? Because you got you don't got a lot of pa- options, especially if Barkley's gone. Like, yeah, well, I, yeah. I mean, I guess I. It really depends on like what they want to do with the with the with their cap, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, I guess maybe he saves you. I don't know who else you're going to get for seven million. That's really going to be an impact player. Um, I, after the 2024 season, there's a potential out in Daniel Jones' contract. Take it, and I think yeah. yeah I honestly like this is when I think they. If, I, if I'm them, I think I tank this year and then cut them next year. Yeah, if you're playing Madden, you you send the season. You send the season. Yeah, yeah, and I think even if he has a good season, you cut him. Yeah, or get rid. Of, like you figure out a way to. Yeah, get off that. He has a good season. Trade him if he doesn't cut him. Like it's yeah. yeah. Take make sure you hold on to your pick, and and do do whatever you can to get rid of him next season. Yeah, and especially with the Eagles and the Cowboys, you're not going to finish above either of them this right. year. So like, what? Why waste money? Like, if I'm them, I'm not making any huge signings unless it's like a young guy, like a young. I don't even know what the younger free agent market looks like. But yeah, like this year is, I think, is almost a wash for the Giants. Yeah, I mean, you hope, yeah, you hope that Daniel Jones can play well enough to get traded. Um, I mean, you have some bright young, like you have Andrew Thomas and Dexter Lawrence. Like you have a couple good pieces to build around, and um, you had a lot of injuries last year too. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like everything went right two years ago, and everything went wrong this mm-hmm. year. So. You, but you do need to probably realize that it was a mistake paying Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, we 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 kind of all knew that when it happened. Yeah, he. If you looked, that that season was such an outlier for Daniel Jones. I mean, every year he has been so bad, and then he had a year where he played okay. He wasn't. His numbers were not no, great. No, he, he wasn't. They just he won. Wasn't, they he, just won. Right, and it wasn't because of him. Saquon also had the first season where he's been fully healthy yeah. in like three years. Yeah, and their defense like kind of showed up. Too. Yeah, like they actually yeah. they had an okay. Like they had a kind of just a solid team all around. You know. Yeah, like it wasn't everywhere. It was like okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I I remember talking about this last year at around this time about what. And at the time last year was what should they do? Should they pay Daniel Jones or should they not? Like that was their main question coming into this season. And I think kind of the argument for paying him was like, okay, this is the best season you guys have had in years. Like you finally showed something at quarterback where you've been, 
you know, trying to get something out of Daniel Jones and Dable would just want coach of the year. And but then I also remember us countering pretty strongly with okay, if he can do it with Daniel Jones, like he can do it with anyone. Like Brian Dable can get anyone to be a good quarterback. And for some like and then you'd be like, well, why wouldn't you just take a chance on a rookie or a guy like Baker or like someone that you don't have to pay? And 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 then you'd be in such a better spot than paying what is it? Forty seven million is your cap hit yeah, to your quarterback. I, oh. So yeah, I I this is the likely landing spot for Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze. Mm-hmm. And it I, I feel really bad for whoever for for one of those two receivers yeah Yeah. um because especially like as a rookie receiver and you're automatically the number one that's a that's a really tough spot to be in we saw it with jalen hyatt last year i mean he won the bolitnikoff yeah and like just had a he had his last season at tennessee was really good and then he gets drafted to the giants and he just yeah disappears yeah it i'm i mean like i'm I picked Adunze in the restart draft. Like I'm a big believer in Adunze, and if he goes to the Giants, I'm probably not going to be a big believer in Adunze. <laughs> like that's just draft Adunze, tank, Quinn yours. Yeah, that's that's a good situation. That, but, but that's also that's that is banking a lot in the future. <laughs> and there's a lot of teams that are going to be bad. So yeah, and if Adunze does end up being good, they could draft him and then get like the 12th pick next year or something and be even more screwed the one thing i think that i kind of learn every time is so much changes in a year like i mean who like we could look at this in a year and either be like wow maybe daniel jones was worth the contract (laughs) not like they got him really cheap yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's just it's such a one year can change everything like daniel jones could have been if he didn't have the year last year he's probably a backup on the bills or something like something like he's yeah and it's just it's so quick to oh, good for him he's he's yeah. kind of made a lot of money for him oh no it's <laughs> a great great move <laughs> and if odunze is the guy what if he's what if he goes has another good year and they make the playoffs yeah. again he, i mean yeah reinvigorates daniel jones's career mm-hmm. sure all right uh the last place team in this division was the washington commanders four and thirteen uh, they go out and hire Dan Quinn is the guy that they bring in uh, to rejuvenate this franchise. They also bring in Cliff Kingsbury to run their offense. What a tandem they got going on there. Dan Quinn and Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, they do have the second pick in the draft. $83 million in cap. They are in no shortage of cap. I have 96. 96 now. 96. 96 million in cap no shortage in a down free agent year it's a great time to have 100 million in cap um free agents antonio gibson remember when he was a fun fantasy name for (laughs) half a season there uh curtis samuel is also free agent that's that's about all they got there um I, i think the big question for them is is obviously which quarterback do you take and there's a lot of rumors now about them trading up to one Mm-hmm. especially with the cliff kingsbury um i don't hate that at all for them even if you kind of overpay for it um you got the cap space to be able to bring in veterans i mean you need edges obviously you traded both of your guys away last year but if you really like caleb caleb's also i mean he's kind of the eli john elloway like 
you got to make sure he likes it there too. <laughs> He's from there. Um, yeah, and that's, I mean, you would say that's why they brought in Cliff mm-hmm. to make it a desirable landing spot for him. Mm-hmm. You've brought in, you've picked two wide receivers in the first round, the last, or McLaurin wasn't a first round pick, was he? But you have two wide receivers on your payroll who are, at least Terry's look good. Maybe Dodson might be something. You just spent a first round pick on him two years ago. Um, I think if I'm them, I think you seriously look at probably paying a little bit to get move up one spot there. Yeah, I think their question is going to be like, is Caleb worth that difference between Drake May or Jaden Daniels? And yeah, I don't know. I I, don't know I feel like for them, there's not. Their team doesn't have enough talent to where it's like, oh, yeah, they're like a couple pieces away. They need a new player at almost every position, mm-hmm. like except for receiver. So I I think getting trading up to get um, Caleb, I think that's a start. But I, I would be worried that it would end up being like a Bryce Young situation. I think if Caleb Williams went to Chicago – he would have a better rookie year than he would if he went to mm. Washington. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. And then you probably you sacrifice if you trade up to even just to one, you you sacrifice probably some picks either this year or next year, right? And if it doesn't work out, then you're bad and you lose. You'd literally be the Panthers. I yeah, mean, you'd exactly. be bad. You'd have a top three pick again, probably and not have it right <laughs> so i don't know you think it cost though a first their first next year to trade up one spot oh yeah remember i don't think so i think it'd probably be a second and a oh, third i don't think so oh i i would i would think you would have to give up quite a, like caleb williams is a he's like the biggest since trevor lawrence i mean i don't know i just feel like that's that's a that's a lot, a lot to get. I wonder if there's been a a trade in the NFL. Um, what was the Niners trade to move up? That's what I was three first round picks, didn't they? But what was their spot? No, for you mean for to get up to get Lance when they moved yeah. up? What? Where were they, and where did they move up to? Five to three, wasn't it? No, or it was... not five. Uh, they moved up. So a few years ago, the the Bears went up from three to two, and it cost them the three, a third, a fourth, and the next year's third. So that's not a ton. That was also for a D lineman, not the quarterback. The quarterback tax is kind of what it's going to well, be. They traded the Bears traded up to get Trubisky, right? Yeah, but then like, I I I would say that like if the Bears trade down. I don't know. Maybe they don't take a quarterback if they trade down. But I assume if they're trading down, they're not taking a quarterback. They're probably going unless they're trading to two and they like Drake May better than Justin Fields. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they could say we we think getting a first next year and Drake May is worth more than Caleb Williams and whatever they get back from Fields. Right. Which I don't know. Might not be a bad idea. Might, might, yeah. Might not be too shabby. I can just also see like from the, the, the downside for the commanders is like you have the number two pick and 
let's say either you take May or Jaden Daniels, and they're in this, a similar spot where it's like they just don't have a really good team, and they're not developed well, and then you wasted a number two pick on a court. Like that's just a tough spot when you're not when you don't have a good team. So I don't know. I I think yeah, the, like with the cap that they have, you can afford to pay overpay on some like maybe younger free agents that don't have a ton of like big name i don't know like they're not gonna you can go out and get probably 10 free agents that aren't super great and sort of build your roster a little bit better yeah give a little bit of a more cushiony landing spot for one of the quarterbacks you take like i don't know it it just seems like that that's just it's just a tough situation i don't know yeah if they're gonna if they're gonna draft a quarterback high i think they're wise to spend a lot of that cap on o-line yeah i agree and oh yeah i mean that's the most this year is the most time a quarterback has ever been sacked yeah i mean it's insane yeah and and edge like you said like they definitely knew what they were like they knew they had the cap if they traded sweat and chase young like now you have to go which that honestly made sense like you're gonna have to pay I know for sure Chase. I don't. I, is Sweat maybe has one deal, one more year left on his deal? But like, yeah, that's I'm, why you traded Chase is because you knew you were going to get the cap to go potentially sign even him back again. So because you got, I mean, also back to that number one pick. I mean, you got two picks from trading both your edge rushers to be able to trade if you wanted to trade up. Yeah, true. Um, especially if you the Bears wanted their pick. I mean, the, they have the Bears pick too. Um, but yeah, I think you definitely got to sign Edge. O-line, like you said, their O-line was atrocious. Um, yeah, <laughs> Pretty much everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They started 3-1. Yeah. and one. They started 3-1. and one. That's true. I Yeah, their big decision is going to be like, when they evaluate the quarterbacks, is the difference between Drake and Caleb or Drake and Jaden Daniels. I personally don't. I'm not totally sold on Jaden Daniels. Um, but... Is that difference between your the Caleb and the number two enough to give up what you're going to have to give up to get to one? And that's a big decision. Mm-hmm. I don't envy. I don't envy their guys and new owners too, new head coach, new basketball OC. guys, basketball guys. True. Yeah. Um. All right. NFC East is done. Do we want to go straight into the AFC South? Anyone have? Let's do a quick stock up, stock down. Anyone got? Got any? I'll do a quick stock up. Um. The weather in Boise, Idaho. What a weekend we had here. It's like 60 degrees and sunny all weekend. And in and, and corresponding with that in baseball season, stock up. Spring training started for the Mariners. Timberline baseball had our tryouts this weekend. So it was kind of that. It's really a bummer. Like we were we were uh, making dinner in the kitchen a couple hours ago. And we were, I was kind of, I was telling you, Eli, I was like, it's a bummer to see these clouds start to roll in because that was kind of the, it was we got a little Boise does this to us every every year gives us a a weekend or two in February we'll probably have one in in a couple weeks here in March where it gives us a false taste of summer and of spring and then it's just going to go back to being cold yeah in like the middle of March we'll get like a foot of snow or something <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> then two weeks later it'll be 75 degrees and then I'll go back to cold for a little bit yeah kind of a bummer um, but it was fun while it lasted yeah stock down me i uh i don't have a car for the next two weeks so that's gonna suck how how are you gonna get to like school and your teaching thing 
walking. Um, Eli graciously offered me his car for this Wednesday. That was really cool of you, man. Thanks. Um, no problem. But yeah, we're gonna getting getting our cardio in. So yeah, <laughs> right on. Stock up cardio. Yeah. Uh, stock up Denver sports outside of the Rockies and the Broncos. Uh, betting favorites. Denver winter sports. Yes, Denver winter sports. Uh, Avalanche and the Nuggets right now. Betting odds. The favorite for the NBA MVP, Jokic, Denver Nugget. And betting odds for the uh, Hart Award, I believe it's called. The yep. like, NHL MVP is uh, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. So, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, side note, I do like how the NHL has names for every single one of their awards. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's a little like, it hinders a little bit to the outside because like you said, no one's going to know what the right. heart award if is. You just if you just said the heart award. Right. Like, well, but it's kind of cool. Like yeah, they have I awards agree. that like hockey people know exactly what it means. So, yeah. Uh, my stock up is Arsenal, the Gunners. In their last, that's their nickname the the Gunners. The Gunners. That's cool because yeah. their logo is the yeah. little cannon. It's got a cannon. That's yeah. yeah. That's cool. Didn't and, know that. In their last one, two, three, four, five, in their last six league games, they have scored twenty five goals. Dang. Which is for soccer is a lot. They yeah. won five nil and then two one and three one six nil five nil. And then they won yesterday 4 1. And yeah. so the one yesterday was big because they played like an okay team. Uh, they're playing, they're just kind of beating up on mediocre teams. Nice. But to stay in the title race, making big statements, scoring lots of goals, especially with Man City getting uh, Holland and De Bruyne back from injury this month, um, being able to keep up with Man City and Liverpool. Actually, they beat Liverpool in that run was huge. So. Title race is still alive for Arsenal Gunners. I think they're sitting at two or three right now. But, yeah, they've been really fun to watch lately. Scoring a lot of goals. Love that as a soccer fan because yeah. it does not happen a lot. <laughs> there we go. So, Soccer talk with Eli. Soccer talk with Eli. Uh, also stock up, Eli. Here we go. You got a job. I got a job. Yeah. yeah. I have a job. I've not started it yet. Uh, they haven't. I don't know how much I'm going to be making. I don't have the official offer letter yet, but... Are you sure you got a job? <laughs> Maybe that's... Yes. Right, cut that. <laughs> if this goes back on me, I don't know where I'm going to go from here. Uh, I had a kid from our youth group came up to me today. He's like, I heard Bum Life Eli's gone. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Bum Life Eli's no more. <laughs> it's prob- that's probably for the best. <laughs> it's getting Life's getting too slow. It was, uh, it was fun while it lasted. It was a lot of fun while it lasted. Yeah, yeah. I was living vicariously through you. Oh, I was so like, was I. I, I was, was like, so oh, that would, <laughs> What do you got? I'd be leaving for work in the morning. What do you got going on today, Eli? Oh, I'm gonna, you know, play soccer with a friend. I'm gonna go get some coffee, and then I got something tonight. I'm gonna go up to Bogus. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll see you later, man. Yeah, it's it's been pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm gonna be. I'm glad to be getting into routine again soon. Uh, sometimes it's fun being able to like, oh, I might sleep in and not know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. But then, I don't know. And that becomes your Tuesday. <laughs> that becomes your Tuesday. Yeah, it's 
there's pros and cons to bum life. That's for sure. Um, not making any money is a con. Yes. Um, yes. Everything. Yeah. Groceries and gas is just it's a constant, constant negative, especially when I'm like going to bogus a lot or going fishing or whatever. Like I have an old truck and I've been doing a lot of driving for not doing any work. So that's been taken. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mitch, you got one. You've been quiet today. I mean, I think since the last time we've done the podcast, I went snowboarding for the first time. Hey! Oh! Nice. Oh, I hit, oh. I hit my knee. And on what, the thing. what's your review? <laughs> give your give your honest review. Um, I liked it a lot. I mean, like tw- at the start, I fell a lot, but Every, that's that's gonna happen. That's, that's, yeah. that's supposed to happen. Yeah. And then at the end, I wasn't falling as much. Ayo. So like, we improved a lot. What more can you ask for? Yeah, really. Uh, follow up question: When are you going again? I don't know. I mean, it's whenever you guys want to go. I will be there. So look at that. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Looks like we're going tomorrow morning. What? Just kidding. Uh, can't. I'm not even. I'm. Actually, I actually can't either. Going fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what are I'm you going bomb. on? Bomb. <laughs> More bum uh, activities. All right. Anyone else got to stock up? Stock down. Uh, all right. Let's do the AFC South. AFC South. Kind of a fun division to to look at. Um, we'll start with the most surprising, the the Cinderella team of the 2023-24 the NFL season. Houston Texans finish at 10-7. and seven. They win their wildcard game, lose to the Ravens in the uh, divisional round. 72 million in cap. Wild. Uh, most by far for a team that made the playoffs, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, at least that we've looked at. Um, so over 70 million in cap for the Texans. They have the 23rd pick in the draft, which was ironically Cleveland's, um, which I think is very funny because not only like that, that playoff game was huge. Not only did they advance further, but they also don't have their own pick. They have Cleveland's pick who they beat. <laughs> so got a better pick for beating Cleveland. Um, so yeah, they have the 23rd pick in the draft. Uh, free agents, they they do have quite a bit of free agents. Uh, Dalton Schultz is a free agent. Uh, he was their tight end. They signed on a one-year deal last year. Devin Singletary, free agent. Noah Brown, Steven Nelson, Sheldon Rankins, Jen, Jonathan Green, Greenard, Renard. Uh, he had twelve and a half sacks for that. I was say he had a good year. Yeah, he had a like really. I almost didn't write his name down uh, when I was like doing my notes, and uh, then like a article I was reading was like they probably should bring Greenard back. He had their league or their team high twelve and a half sacks, and I was like, okay, yeah, probably <laughs> should bring him back. Um, this is they're, they're going to have a very interesting. Off have a lot of. A lot of those guys you mentioned, it just kind of their preference on if they want them back or not. It seems. Which is like a very rare situation for a playoff team to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, to have free agents where you're like, hey, let's exp- like we have the option to bring him back or not. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a couple of the names I wrote down for them, uh, Legereus Sneed or Jalen Johnson, mm. uh, I would not hate it at all if they went and paid one of those guys to kind of be their secondary anchor. That That kind of is one of their weak spots on their team, I feel like. I mean, Stingley had a good season, but corner, they're like second corner. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, adding one of those, an all pro corner oh. to pair with Stingley, who uh, you draft like. Xavier Howard is going to be cut. Ooh, and he, yes. I heard that he wants to join the Texans. I would imagine bringing 
Zayvon Howard, Singletary, and then signing one of the like that's your three yeah. corners. That would be that would be unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So I had those two written down. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of signing like a big possession receiver for them too. So I had, I had Higgins before he got tagged. Um. I think Pittman. Like, I think Pittman would be really nice I'm, on that team. For, I mean, think about think about the receivers though. Like so. Their fifth highest cap hit is Robert Woods, nine million. Uh, they'll say they could save like five million by cutting him, and he didn't really make a difference. Say you cut him, then you still have Tank Dell, who for the first half of the season was very good, mm-hmm. um, and then Nico Collins, who had a very good season as well. So I don't even know like if you need to spend a ton on another receiver. I, I you can. I just don't know like. I I would look more into like Saquon, like mm. you leave like you leave uh you let Singletary walk, you keep Damian Pierce till his rookie deal runs out, and have Saquon or Tony Pollard's a free agent, yeah, and Tony Pollard and have him split with, but I think that like having a very like a good running game could. I think they already have the passing attack. Yeah. Like, dual threat, baby. I like that. I like that a lot. Also for them, I don't hate them like splashing a lot of money on like Brian Burns even. Like Yeah. Like now is the time like You have like, Will we, Anderson. You have Will Anderson. I don't know is Greenard is he an edge or like a I think he's an, a an, yeah. Inside guy. Okay, well then maybe I mean, if you think it's, I mean, if you think he's worth it, like, why not? Honestly, yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't know what Greenard's value is. I think he's only, he's like in his mid twenties. I just saw. Uh, I've never heard of him before now, so I don't know how much. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of what we were talking about banking on career years, though. Yeah, like, but if you can, if you could, like, bring him back on like a smallish deal and then splash and like, like now's the time. Where I feel like where you got to go overkill because you. You've shown success with your young players, and you have a lot of money. Like, yeah, you don't want to just be like, "Oh, our rookies are just going to keep performing." It's like, I think now is the time. Like, this if if you move things, you know, if you do the right thing, if you make the right decisions, like this division is yours. Oh yeah, for this foreseeable future. Yeah. Brand, you're, you're Brandon focused. in the chat said uh, Nico Collins is a dog. He is a he dog, is a dog. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon, you what should correct. the what should the Texans do? Tell us. We'll we'll keep talking. You type away. What what should the Texans do? Yeah, I wrote down a uh, Josh. Is it Uche? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, Patriots. Patriots. He's he's like a like uh, like underrated. I, the, I, sneaky. I that's why I like him for the like. He feels like he'd fit yeah. that Texans mold. Um, I think too. A couple other free agents I like for them. Uh, Jonah Williams, the the left tackle, and Connor Williams, like an interior, like. I would I would not hit it at all either if they just spent money on their O line, like build around Tunsil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you found the quarterback, like protect and, him at all costs. And he was a rookie, so you don't have to pay him for yeah. Like another go go pay whatever years. lineman you want. Yeah, I I think it's worth to protect him. And then the top two cap hits are your tackles. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's why I like I like Connor Williams more because he's the 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 interior guy. Um, Actually, three of your top four are. Oh, lineman. Really? But, yeah. But okay. Well, they're. Not, I mean, maybe that's the trick right there. <laughs> um, I also like for their draft, um, like their picks. Um, Kool Aid McKinstry could be there. Mm. Uh, like a DB. I like Braylon Trice. 
He's like, you know, outside linebacker that could be there. Like, I, I still mind blowing that they have the 23rd pick because they, they should be more like 25, 26, 27. You're kind of in that spot where you can just go, especially when you have a defensive guy like D'Amico Ryans, you can just go like best available. You can Ravens it and like be like, hey, we really like this safety here. Yeah. Or we really like so and so here. We're going to go with this guy. Yeah. Just because we feel like we got the cap space and we got all these guys in really nice deals right now. Yeah. And I don't think any of their positions are crowded right now, at least on defense. Like, like yeah, you could talk about, like, if they want to bring Greener back and roll with just Anderson and Greener, it's like, yeah, maybe not. But they can afford, like, to, yeah, just take that best, avail- best available, plug them in, and it's going to it's gonna impact your defensive positively, or at least it should. Yeah. I, I, I still think, like, I think they have the, they have the ability, obviously, but, like, this is a really cool time for them to just say like, we're going for it. We're going to spend big on, even if it's just like two or three guys Mm -hmm. uh, that we really like and and we can go for it. So, yeah, I do think you look into bringing Schultz back too. I don't, I I, I would, yeah, like I would, uh, he's not going to be expensive. No, he's not. And let's see his, a super reliable, like, third or fourth option for them yeah i think spyrak had his his market value at like 10 or 11 million i feel like you could maybe even get him for less yeah, yeah. and but they 10 have, i think would be with yeah. the amount with the amount of money they have give him 10 or 11 like that's brandon said uh o-line or d-line wouldn't hate saquon or josh jacobs on this team as well yeah i think that's part of the luxury you'd have if you're the texans is you can spend on a running back like you can go out and spend on one of those positions that doesn't really matter because you would feel confident in what you have at the positions that maybe are a little bit higher especially like that's why i didn't really hate them trading up to take will anderson along with stroud last year it's like you're gonna take the two guys that you think are the best at positions that really matter so yeah they're in a really good spot this is like you said eli this they're in kind of that spot where the division is way up for grabs which is funny because we pretty much said the same thing about the jaguars last year (laughs) um so again anything can change it can change on a dime but um they're in a little bit of better situation i think than the jaguars were last year the jaguars last year we were more just like yeah everyone other every other team in this division sucks so (laughs) it's probably the jaguars (laughs) um speaking of the jaguars nine and eight a very disappointing nine and eight for the jaguars um 29 million in cap yeah that all these numbers are weird because the cap just changed um have you guys not looked at the cat who who, do you guys know who their biggest cap hit is this year i just looked at it i I have not uh is it it's not ridley he's a free agent no no oh is it christian kirk christian kirk Christian Kirk's cap hit right now what is it uh 24 if you cut him save two million I don't, I don't know if you cut it. I don't think that's worth it. Yeah. Um, he's good, so you could restructure it too. And couple big free agents for them. Obviously, Ridley is one of them. I don't think you bring Ridley I back. Heard, no. They have to give up a second too if they re-sign him. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't bring no him back at all. No, he signed someone else. What a bummer. Speaking of Brandon, poor guy. Uh, <laughs> I honestly, I remember when Brandon made that trade, and I did not hate it at all, mm-hmm. and it just didn't. It just I offered didn't work. him. I offered him. What a bit. <laughs> and he uh, said he said out of all the receivers he was trading he wanted to keep ridley yeah i mean he all made right. that investment and <laughs> bummer so gamble um, yeah he did yep uh josh allen is a is a free agent for them that's going to be probably their big decision 
Ezra Cleveland. Yeah. Hey. Boise uh, State. Free agent. for He's actually been really solid for them. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, They have the 17th pick in the draft. Um, so pretty decent high pick for them. Um, I think the big question is, like, is Josh Allen? Um, is Do you... It's it's probably a tag, but like Allen and Burns are are the two. Now that T Higgins is tagged, are the two big free agents. Um, I would assume they bring him back, like find some way to bring him back. But I think that's a big one, and they've got some holes to fill. I wrote down their biggest needs are at like big like mm-hmm. wide receiver have a big need. Obviously, like we're talking about Kirk being their highest and not bringing Ridley back. You need to bring a wide receiver. You need to bring a tackle in. Uh, you need to bring some D line in and you need to bring a cornerback. in. <laughs> that's, that's a tough spot to be in. Those are four of the most five valuable positions in football. So um, assuming one of them is probably a, a draft pick. Um, they've got some, they've got some, they're in a tough spot, man. I, yeah, I don't know. What, where, where are you guys at on the Jaguars? I, I think if you're going to address receiver, I think you do that through free agency, trying to get, Pittman or another like who are, who are the other there's a couple free agent receivers from like, yeah. I like like I I don't know I feel like there's a I lot just of I just feel like outside of those like top three being neighbors Harrison and Adunze it's like you can go out and get Adonai Mitchell but well there's there's a ton in the in the second and third More, round in this draft yeah, there's a like, lot you of don't need to can... address it right away I guess but I just think you need to go out and get somebody who's like you intend on them being the one and Kirk being the two. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I, I was looking at, um, the, the fancy footballers, like wide receiver rankings. Um, it is really deep. Like this receiver class, you have mm-hmm. obviously the big three, like you mentioned, Reed, but then, I mean, like Troy Frank Franklin out of mm-hmm. Oregon was a stud. Keon Coleman, Keon yeah, Coleman, like Brian him. Thomas from LSU is a stud. Lad McConkey from Georgia was good. Adonai Mitchell, Roman worthy, right? That, yeah, I was, oh. uh, Roman Wilson from Michigan was yeah. a stud worthy, like you mentioned. Yeah. Like both those Texas receivers, Jalen Polk from Washington was yeah, really good. I forgot he was going to that. Um, Devontae Walker from North Carolina, Xavier Leggett was a, I believe, um, LSU guy, and then went to South Carolina was good. Like, yeah, uh, Jermaine Burton from Alabama. Like, <laughs> I think that's one of those guys that if you're the Jaguars, you try to get in the second or third round and yeah bring one of those in but yeah. um yeah like i i don't think you waste one of your first rounders i would say um gabe davis is another free agent um i'm trying to look at like who the other free agent receivers are tyler boy Juwan jennings curtis samuel rashid shaheed marquise brown marquise brown that's yep kendrick like born adding I feel like you'd just be kind of like at doing what you did a couple of years ago where it's like they signed multiple receivers to like bigger contract. Like the year they did that with Christian Kirk and everybody's kind of like, what are they doing? Yeah. Have you added a Tyler Boyd or any of those guys that you just said? I feel like you'd be kind of doing the same thing. Cool. Where are you at with Trevor? Um, hmm. I think people probably are a little down on him if you were down on him before i think you're down on him right now if you're high on him before i think you're high on him right now um i still think he's a good quarterback i think when you're in the afc you got to beat three top five quarterbacks probably to get to the super bowl um 
it's just it's a bummer because the Ridley thing just didn't work out. Um, you miss. It seems like you made the wrong decision with Walker at one instead of going Hutchinson or Sauce. That's going to be an yeah. I didn't even think about that. Uh-huh. That's a very underrated mistake that mm-hmm. they've now like yeah. And what well, didn't Stingley go three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a defensive draft where the top four. There's three all pros now. There's three all pro three pro bowlers. Yeah. Uh you took the one that's not at number one. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Um That's gonna haunt them for a little bit. I think, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that. He still beat I think he I mean he still beat Justin Herbert in a playoff game where I think he had probably the worst team or talent wise. Um Yeah, I think you're probably fine. Like you're not panicking on him. No, no I don't think, I think so. but he's if one of the go, last stories. If you go nine and eight again he's going to be looking for a contract next year and he's going to be looking to probably reset the market because if you're talking about him in that caliber of guys who like the AFC is the top for quarterbacks and there's obviously Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Lamar, like all those guys, he's going to be probably trying to make the argument that he is in that group but like what do you what do you do because right. i mean you've gone say you go 9 and 8 or 10 and 7 and it's like you don't like i don't know do you yeah. can you can you give someone who's doing that what would it be now to reset the market 55 right a year like, i don't yeah. know and you and uh, you know the the reality is they they probably do I think, because yeah. it's way harder to get someone that's better than him Right. Then, like, the odds, just probability-wise, you're not going to find... But then they become one of those teams that's probably where the, like, where the Chargers are at right now, right. where, honestly, even, like, I... I, It's really tough to say this because, I, again, you there's one, two guys, three situations that are better, but, like, where the Bengals and Bills are right now, where you're like, shoot, like, we have to pay this quarterback a ton, and now we really have to hit on our draft picks because... Like we're we have to pay this quarterback to compete, um, and it's going to be worth it to like you, again. The only other situation that's like in the same spot as the other team that was in the Super Bowl is the Niners because they aren't they aren't paying the quarterback. Like other than that, I think you have to hit on everything else to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are kind of in their own now. They're in dynasty category, but I think if you are the other guys, it gives you a shot. Like I think Rosillo always says that if you pay one of those guys, you have a shot. And you got to figure out if Lawrence is one of those guys who gives you a shot. At- and right now he seems like he is. He's yeah. just on the lower end of the guys mm-hmm. who give you and a you shot, don't, which is a really tough spot to be in. Yeah. And you don't have one. And they don't really have another one of those guys. Like if the Bills wanted to trade, or the Bengals wanted to trade Chase, they could get a lot for him. They could get a Tyreek Hill type deal. They don't have a guy like that. Yeah. Like Josh Allen, maybe. But he's a free agent. But he's a free agent. <laughs> like, um, you don't have a guy where like you can you don't yeah. have other guys around him where you've really added to him. I think. It reminds me a little of the post Legion of Boom Seahawks with Russ. Is Russ was a guy that gave you a chance. It's kind of where the Cowboys are at now too with Dak. Like, yes, he gives us a chance, but he's not going to single handedly beat hmm. the top team. And that's just a it's a really really tough spot to be in. And that's yeah probably where the Jaguars are going, especially since Lawrence is. Right. I'd be shocked if he gets less than 50. No, right, exactly. And you, like we saw Daniel Jones get yeah. 47 last year. So, <laughs> right. I mean, I would I would hope that they do, but. Yep. Uh, 
All right. Colts, a surprising nine and eight for the Indianapolis Colts. Tied. Uh, we're a couple plays away from making the playoffs, and we're talking about this in a different light. Um, oh, what are we at cap wise? Seventy four. Seventy four in cap. They're in a good. They're in a very good spot as well. Um, excuse me. Fifteen. Fifteenth overall pick in the draft. So a pretty good selection spot for the Colts to be in. Um, obviously, we've talked a lot about Pittman. Uh, he's their big free agent. Minshew is also a free agent. I assume he's gone. Um, I'd assume the team that decides to wait on the quarterback at least gives him a look, right? Yeah, I mean, I think if you're the Colts, you try to bring him back. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, Richardson he, got injured in every game. <laughs> yeah. Every time I, he was on the field. I think he's a. I think the backup quarterback position is a worthwhile investment for the Colts. I'll oh, yeah. Say that. I think there's not a lot of spots where you're thinking investment for your backup quarterback. They are one of the teams that you probably are thinking investment for your backup quarterback. So maybe they bring it back. Uh, Kenny Moore is also a, a free agent for them. You already said Pittman, right? Yeah, Pittman, obviously. Um, that's going to be their big question. I think SpotRack has their little market value for Pittman around $22 million. Yeah, like 22.7. <sighs> that's... Mitch, you're shaking your head. I mean, you guys aren't going to like it, but like they were like talking about Amon Ross contract. That was only $2 million more than what they're talking about with Michael Pittman. I he mean, also has Josh Downs on his dynasty team. He doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like, I feel like that is a little high for him. I mean, is a good, like, like he's like a possession receiver, you know, teams might need that. So they may be willing to pay that for him. Like, he has the talent, but like, I might just see it as a little bit of an overpay. If I, I they do that. Yeah, I think that's anytime we were talking over twenty for a receiver, it's that's a that's like whew, okay, we're <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, this is our number one, and that's yeah, Pittman. To me, at least, I don't know what you guys think about Pittman, but he's like right on that bubble for me. Um, yeah, I I think it's it's hard for him. I I I personally give him the benefit of the doubt. The last few years. He hasn't had a lot of stability at quarterback. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think he's a decent guy. And just the way it's kind of like with this, like the market resets or whatever. Like, yeah, you might have to pay him like twenty three to twenty four million, but then like in a few years, all the other receivers that are getting like twenty five million, you're going to be like, okay, like Pittman's in there. I yeah, think that's that's just my opinion. Is I, I think especially for them, you have the money, and you also have a young quarterback, and who the few snaps that he played in a couple different games when he wasn't <laughs> getting hurt, like, like showed a lot of promise. Yeah. I, I think if, if you want, if, if you think Anthony Richardson is, uh, is potentially the future, like kind of the face of this franchise, like, I think you're going to want to, you know, you're going to want to make sure you hold on to, to that receiver. And then of course you'd probably spend the rest of your money trying to beef up your own line a little bit. I don't know if that was really the problem with him getting hurt, but they're also a team. It being, was his fault. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more him, but also at the same, like, I think you're right. Like you spent the, the draft capital to, to get him. Yeah. And so you're, you're, you're stuck. Like you're not stuck. Cause I you're think he stuck. is a good quarterback. I say, you look good when he, no, he, totally, look, he look good, totally. but, but he's there and it's like, you do have to build. Yeah. 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 You have to build, protect him and get him weapons. And I think, and it's cause I mean, like we've been saying with all these teams for free agent wide receivers, we've been saying Michael Pittman's name. So it'd be natural for them to just try to bring him back since, if they want, if they want Anthony Richardson to throw it to anyone, I think it's in their interest to try to bring Pittman back. Yeah, I think I twenty two is that what we said the the like estimated. 
Yeah, I think that's a little high. I would think you th- give him an offer at like 18 to 20, somewhere in there. And, I mean, if he wants to stay, um, I think you are kind of hoping that he does. They, and that, uh, do you think they, they probably franchise him? I bet there's a chance, yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. that because I, I, I don't know. Mate, that actually makes sense the more we talk about it because you really don't know how well him and Richardson gel together. Yeah, like, I guess that's true. I don't know that. Yeah, like yes, you need to get him playmakers, and you need to like that was one of my biggest targets for them is some sort of playmaker, right? Um, because he uh, outside of um outside of Pittman, it's like John, downs and Jonathan pierce taylor. and taylor yeah like you're you're kind of scrapping together whatever else you got and um yeah i just i guess we just really don't know like how well he and Pittman will do together the entire season so right if you franchise him you at least buy some extra time with that yeah i guess i didn't even think about that but that's a smart not a smart idea i think i was looking at kind of who the mock drafts have had them taking um a couple corners in there which they they definitely need so Arnold from Alabama, McKinstry from Alabama, who we already mentioned, like those guys, Cooper DeGene are probably Wiggins Wiggins from Clemson. Clemson. Yep. That's yeah. All those guys are going to be in consideration. Uh, I saw Latham, the tackle from Alabama is, is being mocked there too. Brock Bowers was mocked there in a couple, couple of years. I, if he falls, I don't hate that. Oh, not at all. No, they don't. I think tight end for all regards, not just like, Oh, we could waste a pick on a good tight end. It's like, they need a tight end. Yeah, if, they, and if you can get a guy like Brock Bowers, and if you that, if he's your tight end for as like most of his career, like then I think you're not regretting that pick at all. No, I, th- have you guys? I don't know how how much mock drafts you guys have looked at, but like he's going like some of them they have him at like five to the Chargers. Um, then some of them he's like at like twenty five. Like the tight end is such a weird kind of like last year too. They kind of just it depends on how much you really value that, right? I was gonna my my bold prediction is that somebody trades up to get Bowers. Mm. Like I think someone falls in love with him in the draft process, and I mean honestly, maybe it's the Colts. Like maybe they because him falling to about this range is kind of where it's like, yeah, this is this would be falling for Bowers because he is widely regarded as a top five talent in this class. Um, and then Cole, like you said, yeah, it's it's just tight ends are weird and the last time we saw a tight end go this high it's not worked out um but i don't know i yeah i think if you're the you, you you've got besides Pittman, you have pieces that are like your two and three maybe not even that like pierce and downs are probably your three and four yeah <laughs> right like i don't know i don't yeah i mean pierce was your two this year like i don't know if i'm rolling into next season feeling super confident if pierce is my number two weapon like no. so yeah, they're and they, again they have the cap. So did, Eli, did you have f- some free agents pulled up for like who they could be going after? Like, I mean, I was just looking at the other free agent wide receivers. I think if they make a free agent receiver signing, it should be to keep Pittman. I was looking at draft to see if they what kind of like if they let Pittman walk and what kind of receivers they could draft. But um, that's in the same range as the the Jaguars first like. It's like it, it's, it's all guys those other like guys. You're probably it's probably a little bit of a gamble. Like it's it's it'd be a tough situation to take a guy at 
I think they're at 15 and then ask him to be your wide receiver one. Like that's usually not a recipe for success. Bringing a guy that's not the top talent in his position in this draft class and then being like, Hey, you're going to have to really produce man. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's what I, I was listening to Daniel Jeremiah talk and he was saying like, there's this draft is really top heavy besides receivers. Um, So there's like a lot of talent in the beginning and then it kind of drops off at the end. So yeah, I assume they probably go after, I don't know. I I just think you need playmakers if you're them. And you need a weapon. And I think going into next season, your number one like thought is keep Richardson healthy. Yes, like you yes. can't lose your like. What did they draft him with? The four fourth pick. Uh, it was top five. It was four. Yeah, yeah. And he played less than eight quarters i think yeah like full yep. uh, he he didn't play very much and I, yeah i think having i think brock bowers would help a lot to act as like a safety blanket or just i don't know but he's kind of what uh cobes was doing in our restart draft like yeah he got lamar <laughs> and build with the tight ends like right yeah i i would i would love that if i were the Colts. i just yeah i wonder yeah. if he gets there just please keep him healthy yeah yeah, and I to Eli's point too. Like from much earlier in this conversation, I don't really know if the O line was the problem. It didn't seem like it, but yeah, I think you got to do whatever you can to at least keep him healthy and successful. Right. Same with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, for, he yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They're in a weird spot, but you have the coach, which is uh, like, yeah. If it's you quarterback, have the quarterback. And, <laughs> yeah, if it's quarterback and coach, what you're looking for, like they've got yeah three quarters of that conversation. And so, um, all right. The bottom of this division is the Titans six and 11. They fire Mike Vrabel. Um, not a pro game chat choice, but, uh, they made the decision to get rid of Vrabel. They started with, started over with Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator for the Bengals. Uh, again, six and 11. They have how much cap? 85, 85. I believe that's the second most, uh, behind the commanders. Um, Probably. So they've got the cap. Man, you could have, if only you could have like a top tier wide receiver on your team instead of like a first round pick. Yeah. Like a guy mm. like AJ Brown, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> that would be Ooh. real helpful for them, for it, their young quarterback. It's funny as we're going through these lists and talking about all the cap, uh, just the lack of free agents in this in this class with like, the amount of cap that some of these teams have like does not matter <laughs> no like i don't know as we're getting yeah as we go further and further into this i'm like okay cool you have 80 million cap like who are gabe davis <laughs> yeah. who are come on over <laughs> uh yeah tyler boyd um Rashid, yeah million. great <laughs> <laughs> um this seems like we might be in that i think it was the first year we did the pod fully, Eli, in like 2021, it was a really bad free agency class and teams spent a bunch of money and it was like Kenny Galladay, guys like that were getting 20 plus million and uh, it kind of ruined the market from there on out. Like we're going to see a lot of guys get money more than they should. Uh, they have the seventh pick in the draft, which is a bright spot for them. Um, they... Free agent wise, uh, Tannehill is a free agent. I assume he walks. Um, that that is a I I would I will say the bright spot is Levis. Uh, he looked good, like looked decent, um, and that's why you brought in the offensive coordinator to like. Are you bringing the offensive minded head coach to former coordinator to be 
hopefully the guy that works with Levis. Where was where was Levis drafted again? Like he, f- how he was, far did he fall? He was like thirty six, right? I think overall. Yeah, yeah it was for was, sure second round. I thought it might have even been later, but I think you're right. You're, and didn't you bring up the last pod that at one point his odds for number one pick was it or it was number yeah we when we were doing the mock draft pod it was number two yeah and it was like minus 1000 or something <laughs> yeah because of that reddit post yeah um i'm a little biased i have him on my dynasty team there was he showed flashes where you were like is this josh allen is this <laughs> jalen hurt like you, uh, you definitely he's definitely shown enough that you can get rid of Tannehill hill and be like yeah. all right yeah, especially where you got him too. Like, yeah. give him a year if if he re- if it really doesn't work out, and you can be like, okay, he is. I mean, obviously you don't want to replace him, but it's like we didn't spend a top ten pick on him. Yeah, yeah. like we're not handcuffed to him fully. I think he's a rich man's Desmond Ritter this year. You're a little more excited than Desmond Ritter, but you're like, okay, you know what? Let's see what this guy's got this time. Yeah, um, different seems- situation, obviously, but yeah. it it makes me a little nervous. That he had eight touchdowns in nine games, and four of them came in his yeah. first yeah. start. Yep. Uh, yep. That means through eight games, he had four touchdowns, yeah. Yeah. and uh, he threw the same amount of picks in that time. Frame. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah. Flashes, I think, would be Gun the word. Flashes, Kenny Pickett-esque. Yeah. yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Kenny Pickett with a Josh stronger Allen. arm. Josh Allen-esque. <laughs> Kenny Pickett with a stronger arm. Uh, Derek Henry is a free agent as well. Most likely moving on from him, yeah, I would exactly. assume. Um, Unfortunately. Sean Murphy Button and Bunting and Aziz Al Shear are also free agents. Um, did, you, did you have something else? Right? I just was taught draft wise, I think wide receiver here would be a really Yeah, if you can get like Odunze at seven. Odunze would be really cool, I think. I think you could also go with one of those two tackles, Alter. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the guy from Penn State, but. <laughs> um, didn't, didn't they go. Tackle last year at their first. They play. went Skaronski. He can play guard or tackle. He's a little undersized. I heard he's yeah. I heard he was more of a guard. The, I think the year before that they drafted a tackle as well. Nick Petit Freire, or was that the year before? Um, was he a first round pick? Let's look at three of their top ten cap it players are all offensive tackles. Oof. Yeah, I and think you only start two. I think was Skaronski on there. on there so as a tackle. Guard, so if yeah. he plays guard, then it's... I, I've seen a lot of mocks for them taking um, the first defensive player. Mm. Like uh, Dallas Turner or first or someone like that. Because I think, guys, I think there's a chance all the top three receivers are gone. Yeah, that's yeah. very possible. I think there's a chance it goes Harrison Neighbors of Dunes A4-5. I think it should, there's a chance it goes quarterback one two three wide receiver four five six that'd be really that'd be fun that'd be, oh that'd, that'd be, be that'd awesome be so exciting they went burks last year with their first round Petit uh, Fierre with a third round pick wait burks was a pick last year two years ago, and 20 oh, so, oh, what a they, bummer of a pick when there. they traded him like straight up for aj Brown. Yeah, they, missed, <laughs> they missed a lot last year was they have some promising pieces but before that man their last willis um they went willis <laughs> oh, yeah. burks Caleb Remember? Farley, who hasn't played. Dalton Randis, who hasn't played. Isaiah Wilson, who was out of the league. played. I don't even think he started a game. Um, <laughs> they they were in that mode where they were like, oh, we can draft however we want because we have a good team. And it went bad so fast. They didn't have a good team. They had Derrick Henry. Yeah. They had Derrick Henry yeah. and the overperforming defense. So, yeah. Wow, we can hold teams at 20 points and Derrick Henry can rush for 200 yards. Or against. Like, oh right. From like <laughs> 16 to 19, they had like... Amazing, like three starting 
second, third contract guys on their draft, and then 22... 22 they just missed on everyone like they're gonna be like the most forgotten team of our like football washing era there was a couple years where it was like oh titans i mean you can't forget about no they were like were they the one seed in back-to-back playoffs yeah they might have been and then they they almost made it to a super bowl in like what 2019 2020 yeah they should have beaten the chiefs yeah yeah um (laughs) yeah i started writing down targets for them i was like Offensive tackle, wide receiver, DB, and then I just wrote building blocks. Like you just have to get good Every players. Player. Yeah, you just gotta <laughs> you gotta get good players. Like I, I think whoever they take at seven, uh, I'm gonna look up kind of what their mock draft roundup. Side note: that is a brilliant thing that most teams do. They like take all the mock drafts um, and Average like, it like, well, they basically it. just say like, here's who all the experts have us taking in their first mock drafts. And it's really, really helpful for a situation like this where um, I just want to know like it's who. Kind of like close your eyes and throw a dart. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, They're in an interesting spot because like, I mean, this year they weren't there. This year they were pretty bad. But like this division had always been pretty close. But with the Texans trending up, having a lot of good young players and with the Jaguars potentially, you know, as long as they have Trevor Lawrence, I think they can always the the possibility of them being good is kind of always there like yeah it's like it might not be super they might not be super far away from them right now but the way that it's trending is that like they could be stuck at the bottom of this of their division for a long time yeah if they don't like really stir something up yeah and they're, they're a little bit this is kind of a sneak peek to the panthers um that's why i don't obviously i don't i think Rabel is a great coach and so i wouldn't have advised them to f- fire him but I like bringing in kind of an offensive coach to pair with your quarterback and just like see if it works. If it doesn't, like you said, it's low stakes with Levis. It's probably low stakes with Callahan. Like you could probably get rid of him in two years if it doesn't work. And you're in such a bad spot that if it doesn't work, you can completely re- rebuild and start over in two years. And if it works, it's like, hey, we got a coaching quarterback. So yeah. I think that's probably what they're thinking. It's like we've got to start over. It's just a bummer how quickly it fell. Mm-hmm. And now looking at their roster, just being like, ugh, they have nothing. <laughs> uh, I was just, all their mock drafts have them, basically all of them taking alt, mm-hmm. um, which is like, oh my gosh. I, if you're a Titans fan, taking another tackle would just make me want to throw up. Uh, so it'd be the fourth year in a row they've picked a tackle in either the first round or the second round. Yeah, that's. Disgusting. If you can't hit on tackles, well, yeah. man, like what are we doing? <laughs> Dra- yeah, drafting O line a bunch is one thing. None of them hitting is another. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the bummer. You're like, man, they've really built their O line up. No. Like, no, you look at you look at teams like the, the opposite. Li- yeah, when you look at the Lions, they're like, oh, the Lions took Penny Swell. Like that was a great pick. Like he's got so many good tr- tackles. So in many the past great tackles. Three years. Yeah, and, and they just, haven't gotten any of them. Uh, uh, I saw some some of them have them trading back, which I think that's probably what you do. I think so. Trade back, take Nate yeah. Wiggins or Arn, take a corner, hope he's good, get some more picks. Like I don't know. 
You need players, man. Best available. Yeah. Outside of Jeff Simmons, I can't really even name a player that's like good on their defense. Harold. Who are there? Landry's still there. I was going to say Bud Dupree. uh, Amani Hooker. He's like 40 years old. (laughs) Andre Dillard also, Woodenville. I heard he was awful. He's bad. He like got pulled like half the games just because he was getting cooked. Who, Who are their top five cap hits? Is Dillard one of them? Yeah, he's oh. yeah, it's, oh, it, it but goes, he's at ten million. Um, still, it, goes, yeah. it goes Harold Landry at like twenty four. Jeffrey him twenty four. Oh my he had gosh! A good year and then he got hurt. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons is at like almost twenty two. DeAndre Hopkins at eighteen. Oh. Yeah, Andre Dillard at ten, and then Amani Hooker at nine. The thing is, that's probably like five of their seven best players. <laughs> like, yeah, it's I not like, almost, like oh. oh man, what a bummer. Okay, let's get off that. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are um, bumming me out. NFC South. What a division that was this year. We'll start with the division winners and winner of a playoff game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What a season for them. 9-8, and eight, lose to the Lions in the divisional round. A game that was closer final score than the game was, um, but they beat the Eagles which was and made the playoffs, which is huge for them. Um, $48 million in cap? 45 45. 45 million in cap. Uh, the 20. 51. But. 51. Okay. Somewhere around there. 40 to 50 million. Um, 26th overall pick in the draft. So nothing crazy there. Um, free agents, though, they've got a lot. I was about to say. Yeah. Their top five are five of their best players um, Mike Evans, Baker Mayfield, Levante David, Devin White, Antonio Winfield. Uh, or Antoine Winfield, sorry. Um, yeah, their biggest question is Baker. So we'll go to our Baker expert. You bring him back. Yeah. You bring him back. I think you, you bring give him back. I, I, I'm the biggest Baker Mayfield fan that's not a fan of any of the teams he's ever played for. But I, he's he's good. He played good this year. If, you, if, if the Giants can give Daniel Jones 47 a year, you can give Baker Mayfield... 35 his spot record is market value at like 27 if you, if you sign you, me 27 you can, four years yeah. sign me up absolutely oh, i would yeah i, I oh, if the saints could do that <laughs> oh my gosh That's 27 a year for baker mayfield who just took the bucks who were supposed to be bad they were okay most of the season and then won a playoff game i mean yeah, I twenty seven. I'd insane. pay him. I think he to that tonight. He plays at his best when he's confident. He got his confidence in Tampa. I, I think you, I think you roll with him. You keep Bowles. I don't think you fire him. I think they like each other, and because for a while it's been like uh, Bowles might need to be yeah. hand, but I think well he they, he likes Leftwich too, right? I think yeah. you keep. I think like I don't think you mess. No, and, and if they if they move on from him like, and they don't have a good season, like Bulls is gone. So that's right. why I think if you're Bulls, you want him back too. Right, exactly. And I I, I think you kind of try to hope that you like if you keep this together, it can happen again, and like work a little bit more with the guys, get some more time in, get some more reps in. Yeah, I don't know. I think they could have something special brewing there in Tampa. What about the others? Because I think we're, I mean, is anyone oh, not on the same? Free agents. Yeah, sorry. What is anyone not on the same page with Baker? Like, I assume we all are. Yeah. Yeah. It, what about the other free agents? 
Because that is, I think... I, I think if you want to run it back, you try to get Evans back. It sounds like they sounds like they had a, a, some decent chemistry this season, but the other tough thing is like they keep running this issue where they have like older free agents and it's like you keep signing the older ones like you're not really looking out for your future and so like i think if you sign evans i think you got to compromise and you probably like i think if you try to sign evans you're probably going to just have to come to grips it's like levante david's probably gone and probably devin white as well or like i think if you sign evans you probably keep one of devin white antoine winfield like i don't think you can bring back evans baker and then two of those defensive guys yeah that's that's where they run into the because they have they have like they have like 50 million in cap but like once they sign if they sign baker then that's then they have like 20 right and then they yeah that's only enough to like actually it's probably not even quite enough they'd have to to sign evans they'd have to probably rearrange some things so like if they sign baker and evans Devin white antoine winfield are probably gone and they can maybe get levante david on like a veteran yeah that's what you hope for david maybe a franchise white or winfield like i think both of those guys are worth it Paul, do they have any cut candidates like can we free up any i mean you got 51 in cap space so i don't know what you would want to cut um i mean they have carlton davis and jamel dean i don't know how good carlton davis is you'd save like six million I if that is the difference between bringing back white or winfield yeah. i would do it yeah uh Ru- uh russell gage uh oh yeah his cap hit, his Cut. cap hits 13 million his dead caps two million no he's absolutely oh, gone. He's gone. Gone. <laughs> gone. He's gone. So gone gone yesterday he, didn't play, a snap. he yeah. didn't play a snap this year no gone because that was that he was the guy that cj gardner johnson was saying is like not good and then baker was like in the press conferences like I don't really know what film he's watching because he hasn't played a snap. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, he's uh, gone. He's gone I, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You um, Especially I think, if you if you bring back Mike Evans and you have Chris Godwin's your biggest cap hit right now, it's like, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna spend double digits on a third string receiver who doesn't yeah. play. I think a lot depends like who they target, who they go after uh, depends a lot on those five, like what they do there. Obviously, like if for some reason they don't bring back Baker, like quarterback is is definitely the first thing that you do. I think I honestly, the, the thing that might take them away from bringing back bakers, if some other team offers him more. Yeah. They, because that's the other thing is I really re- with fake. Well, really <laughs> goes 40 with them. I, well, that's the thing is realistically. I don't, I don't think 27 is going to do it. No, I don't either. They, that's just his market. It's probably, it's 35 plus. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, would, he, he's under 30 and he won a playoff game. Like that's, that wasn't, I mean, Daniel Daniel Jones is a little bit younger, but like, I yeah, if Daniel Jones gets a Baker for sure, un, yeah, under thirty winning a playoff game is is enough. It's that's like an instant like thirty five to forty. I saw a uh, interview and Sean Payton was asked about Baker Mayfield, and he was like, he said something about he's like I would wish we could get him in Denver or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, no, that know. so that's I think that's kind of their big questions is like, what do we yeah, what happens with those five? Because those are five year again. Those are five year core. So, yeah, is it? Do you want to transition into the next era of Bucks football, or do you want to go one more year with bringing those, those guys, guys back? Yeah, the Super Bowl team. I think no matter what, even if you bring Evans back, you got to go get another receiver. Um, yeah, because Evans and Godwin is not your long term solution. Um, I mean, even Godwin is not young. So you got like, yeah, you, you don't got too many years left with those two. So 
and they don't again they don't really have a third like, is scotty miller still on that team devin thomp thompkins uh, yeah go get someone else and this is man i feel like we've said this about most teams but like this is the receiver draft class to go do it in the later right. in like the second third round so um i think and there's a, there's like bring in tyler boyd or some like gabe davis could be a three like mm-hmm. i don't know there's there's a lot of those late like lower receiver targets in free agency that i think they could go in and or go out and get like I don't know. I think that's that's what you got to do too. Kate Otten's probably not it at tight end either. So no, tight end is it's tough to say. Like tight end is a big need they need to get going, but it's like yeah, kind of is. They don't really have a good tight end. Yeah, with especially with like last year's tight end class. Like there's some decent young ones. We've seen a lot of these successful teams. Like I mean, uh, Chiefs with Kelsey. Niners with Kittle, and then the Ravens had Andrews and Likely. Like a lot of these top and teams, and then Laporta have was on the lines. And Laporta was on the lines. That was Cole's big take. Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe it was Reed. I think someone Reed Morgan. I think was telling me he's like, we're talking about the restart draft, and he was like, four the top four tight ends were in the final four teams. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Tight ends yeah. an important position. Yeah, yeah. The Bucks are. That's going to be interesting. Baker's contract is going to be very interesting and just seeing what they do with those five are, are going to be interesting uh saints were nine and eight they did not make the playoffs uh they are still in cap hell somehow get out of it every year um i don't know what's the official number eli right now i had negative 36 negative like 39 negative 40 okay yep so we're on there they do have the 14th pick in the draft which one of the higher picks they've had in a while right like when have yeah, they ever been in the teens? Yeah. They afford that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, probably not. Every, <laughs> they cannot. That's what's crazy is how bad their team is and how much money they spend. Yeah. They spend all this money on players who are not good yeah. every year, and then they figure it out and offload it to the next year and then to the next year. And then to the, it's like just, I, oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Um, their big free agents are Michael Thomas, who's you no. probably let walk. No, yeah, no. you do not bring him back. Uh, Jameis is also a free agent. You got to get him back. <laughs> I he's <laughs> he's gonna go like some team is gonna bring him in. He he's in that Minshew range where it's like the bottom teams that don't really have a starter. Like he's good enough to play. Right. I mean, I saw a thing on Twitter the other day, and it was like. It it was asking it was like, uh, um, is Jameis Winston good enough to be a starting quarterback in this league? And then some guy replied and was like, in a league that watched Kenny Pickett yeah. and Desmond Ritter sling the rock, you think Jameis Winston does not deserve to start yeah. for an NFL? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I if you if the Saints don't bring him back. I, some some teams. Bring somebody's him in. gonna somebody's gonna bring him in, and Carr's cap hit is basically nothing, right? Or twelve million? Yes, and you can't yeah. cut him. You can't restructure. Is Which is fine. Like at twelve, it's twelve million is fine. You can keep him around, even if he's the backup. That's fine. Right. Um, I mean, I wrote I, again. This was a team where I was like, okay, what are your needs? Good young players. Like, yeah. You, I mean, you have Olave. You have. A couple your your defense is not bad. I mean, no. Mario's old, but and so is Cam. But I those mean, are, you have like still, those are two of the top four cap. They still have Lattimore. Yeah, yeah. Lattimore's 
28 for a corner. Yeah, they're, that's the problem is they're... Matthew. And they're kind of stuck with those Marcus guys, May. too. But that's good. Their defense is good. Yeah, their mm-hmm. defense is good. You need... You, you, you got it. Yeah. You got to figure out the offense. And I don't know. Kamara looked... Kamara did look good when he came back. He you, did. Keep him out of jail and keep him healthy. So, so <laughs> he's 28. Yeah. yeah. He's no spring chicken. That's, but if he's on contract, I think... Like as long as he's healthy and on the field, it's like we have a top running back. Who was talking right. about Kamara when he came back? Was it you? With like him season compared to McCaffrey's or something like that, or like their careers or something? They're very like when he, like, yeah. he's on the, the, the field. Game, the game averages and well, stuff yeah, are like it, really similar. But well, even like it was last season when he came back was like on pace to <laughs> to be the same as McCaffrey. Yeah. Like he was really really good. Mm-hmm. The yeah, problem is I, he's old. He's well, he's a year old. He's like. Six months older than McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, in everybody's eyes, Kamara is older and not, like, he's like a poor man's Christian McCaffrey, but he's a little bit older and, like, same. Kind yeah. Of, but you can't really say that because people get mad. But, <laughs> anyway. It's more for him is more, I mean, it's the same thing that McCaffrey was before this Niners mm-hmm. tenure as he's you got to keep him out of jail and keep him healthy. <laughs> like, you got, <laughs> like that's just, that's the risk with Kamara. Is, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's not even so much the age. It's more like, can we count on him to be on the field? Yeah, because right. yeah, legal, I don't think he got injured last year. It was, the, oh, it was just the legal trouble. It kept him out for like four weeks. And then after that, he was insane, but no one talks about it because like his end of season numbers, they were still good, but it's like, yeah, but if you would have played four more games, it's like he would have been, he would have been one of the top running backs again. And, yeah, um, I mean it's different because like his rushing yards aren't like super high, but just his involvement in the game and what he does for that offense is, I is, and that's for them that's really hard to replace. Like once he leaves, like it, they almost have to like rethink their offense because he's like oh he's been their offense since 2017. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and honestly when he got drafted there. He's been like that. He's been the team. Yeah, and it, yeah, that's the thing is I think this I think. If we're just looking at this coming season, it's like, yeah, like you're paying him. He's as long, you know, you just hope that he plays, which I think he will. And like, I think you're happy about it. Like, you're not like, oh, we're stuck with him. It's like, no, you're still pretty happy about it. It's just, you can't be like, oh, in four years, if we want to do, if we want to make the, make a run of the playoffs, he's going to help us. It's like, no, it's like, you're probably going to get one or two more really good years out of him. Like, that's about it. Right. All the mock drafts have him taking either. Like uh, Latham, the tackle from Alabama, or uh, Verse from Florida State, or Latu, uh, the UCLA guy. Latu. Latu. Did you know he went to UW? Yeah, isn't that, that wild? wild? He sat out too. He he got medically. He was like forced to medically retire, and then he found a, another doctor that let him play. <laughs> wild <laughs> rabbit hole. Like he, yeah, but yeah. Wow. I I, I can't wait for Cole. Sorry, I can't wait for Cole mock draft. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, it's my favorite. Thanks. I've been watching film. <laughs> <laughs> By that I mean I looked up guys YouTube watch who watched the film and then I remember last year your number one was uh Jalen Carter. Yeah. And then I remember telling you I was like, I've heard some stuff about how he like he like doesn't try very hard or like he like doesn't play very much or something. And then this year it was like play very much. <laughs> he was he also likes to draft. He, he 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 fell to like eight last year, right? Or something? Yeah. Like he felt like that was But I wouldn't mind verse. I think a replacement for Cam Jordan is very important. Yeah, Edge is definitely their biggest. He has been since he was a rookie. He's been like, like the a consistent 
like top three player on the team. And when he leaves, that's going to be the end of like everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the end everything, of our lives. Like, like the second half of like the 2010s when every year it was like getting screwed in the playoffs one way or another when everything you could say as a Saints fan was, well, we had the best team. It doesn't matter. We got screwed. That's all gone when Cam Jordan retires. So finding a replacement for him, I think Jared Verse is a very good one. I think I I really like that. So I, if he's there, I'm on board. Yeah, I think a replacement for him, but also just up someone on the other side. Like I don't know much about Carl Granderson. He's the next D end on there. Like just as far as money goes, but he was supposed to be good, and he wasn't that good this year. Yeah, I, I yeah I think Edge even right now is a need, but especially when Cam Jordan's gone. Mm. All right, the Falcons are the next team in the AFC South or the NFC South. Excuse me. Uh, they hire Raheem Morris as their new head coach. Uh, not super exciting hire there. I don't know. Um, I mean, he was considered for other jobs, right? Wasn't he the intern there a couple of years ago? Yeah, sure yeah, I think you're right. That's right. Yeah, when Dan Quinn got fired, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone thought he was. Going to get that job, yeah. I thought no, but I thought Belichick. I think people thought Belichick. Oh yes, you remember all one. the interviews? And he went on the yacht and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So go Raheem Morris, um, forty-two in cap. Yeah, that's the top fifty-one. Um, eighth overall pick in the draft, so they're they're up there for the draft. They can um, take a, another receiver. Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> um, free agents. They have a lot of like. Listen to this list. Uh, Calais Campbell didn't forgot he was on the Falcons. He's like thirty six. Yeah. Uh, Bud Dupree he was on the Falcons. Didn't He's forgot old. about that. Cordell Patterson free agent, uh, and then Jeff Akuda forgot that they had got him. Remember he was a number three overall pick a couple years ago. Um, yeah, they have some pretty big needs. Um, edge and secondary are definitely one for the defense. The big question obviously is the quarterback. Um. Cole's had the the hypotheticals of was it it was Kyler going there maybe it's Fields now um, is that what you're gonna say that's what I was gonna say yeah Fields now maybe Russ yeah they got to figure out something Heineke I think is a free agent too I don't I don't I wouldn't bring him back no if you're then would you say eight was their pick yeah is that too early to go with like a Bonix or Michael Penix <laughs> that's <laughs> It's probably the decision they're gonna have to make. Yeah, I had one saw one mock draft had McCarthy there. I saw that too. Oh, could you imagine you have to sit through a bunch of Desmond Ritter, and then it's like, oh no, we solved it. JJ 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 McCarthy, McCarthy. (laughs) (laughs) and he gets benched for Ritter, who gets benched for (laughs) Heineke, who they somehow resign, and then he gets benched for JJ McCarthy. Joe Flacco's a free agent. They could figure it out. (laughs) This would be so on brand though for the Falcons to to take a quarterback here. That would be four years in a row they go offensive skill position players in the top 10 that would be yeah that's what i'm saying it'd be on brand the uh following in the niners footsteps Mm -hmm. just build around nothing (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah it all i mean i don't know to me it all depends on the quarterback here is there a way that like Jaden daniels falls to them at eight or what kind of capital? I mean, would they? Are they? I think they're. They would be in a position to think about trading up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've heard that. Um, I mean, the combine still hasn't happened. Guys are going to do some. Someone, someone's going to do something weird. Someone's going to do something cool. Someone's going to climb. Someone's going to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, might yeah. not be a quarterback. It might be someone else that climbs and just replaces one of those quarterbacks, mm-hmm. bumps them down or something. I mean, there's three wide receivers who are going to people are going to really really like in the top ten. Who wants to pick one of those guys? Yeah, it just kind of. It's weird to me, like. I still have a tough time. I know I just said, like, quarterback. It could go quarterback one, two, three, and then wide receiver one, two, three. With all the falls we've had at quarterback, especially in the past three, four years, um, it, it's it, it's hard to believe it's going to go one, two, three quarterback. And that is every single mock you look at is one, two, three quarterback. Um, I don't know. I definitely think there's a possibility Daniels falls because we've seen so many quarterbacks be mocked in the top ten and – go i mean it started with pickett levis willis ritter was i mean all these guys are mocked super high and then end up falling so especially if i mean i think i think daniels and then um mac jones are different calibers but like (laughs) but remember that year where it was like are you saying mac jones is going to the falcons because it's possible (laughs) i guess it is possible well what i was thinking is like that draft where it was like, oh, like the Niners might just take Mac Jones instead. And like, it wasn't like Mac Jones was climbing up draft boards, but there was a lot of rumors of him actually going. And then he fell to what, like 10 or it was like 15, 15 to the Patriots. Like what if, what if after, uh, Caleb Williams and Drake may go, then like the receivers go. And then teams are like, uh, you know, we're not super sell- sold on like Daniels. And then, you know, one of those tackles goes, or maybe an edge or something like I could definitely see whoever, they think that third quarterback is I could see them falling to eight. Yeah. And would that be the best case scenario for the Falcons to take Daniels? If he falls. Yeah. Let's say it's Daniels. Would you rather have Daniels at eight or fields and or Russ? I would rather have fields. Yeah. I think I would too. Russ. I just wonder what the I wonder what the price That's is. That's what on I'm. Gonna, what's the price on field? You have no clue. Like, is it forty? Is it forty five? No, it I just mean like trade. You're gonna have to oh, trade for him. Yeah. What's the price for that too? Like, that's that's where this is all. Like, yeah, I would rather have fields too. But are are they gonna ask for a first? They like also trade that. You probably trade number eight. There's no. They didn't give up two first rounds for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> like they. Yeah, they but look at what. That got them. Uh, that's yeah. true. But I mean, they have multiple seasons now of witnessing, like, they have a lot of talent on the offensive side of the football and nobody to get them the ball. They have multiple seasons of watching that and knowing that quarterback is the problem. I think you kind of realize, like, okay, we're going to have to overpay. I think you, I think you have to do what it takes. I don't. I think you you, you would hope you trade up or you trade for Fields, and I think I'd rather them. I, if I were them, I'd rather do that than get Russ, because then you're you're is Russ a free agent? You're trading for him. You're tr- you're trading you trade for you trade for Russ. It's unless probably he a friend, cut. unless he gets unless cut. he gets cut. But even if he if they pick him up as a free agent, doesn't because he's cut? Don't you have to owe him? Like, isn't his contract kind of like set or? Uh, no, they just like restructured it like this morning. I think here. Let me... Okay. So but, would you? No, go ahead. Uh, if they get someone like Russ and then it doesn't really work out, then they're just like stuck in a pit again. Like I feel like I feel like they need to go big or go, like if they're gonna if they're gonna get the quarterback this season, I think they gotta go all out. 
So would you rather have, would you trade fields or would you trade eight for fields? I wouldn't. I don't think that's, that's, that's a lot. That's top 10 pick. Yeah, but I mean, would you rather go into next season with Desmond Ritter again or I mean, you like can, I'd rather uh, draft JJ McCarthy. There's other I mean, there's other options than fields out there. I mean, you could go get Russ, you can go get Kirk if you really want. Russ is to. less of a sure thing than Fields. Ooh, I'd just, I'd say they're pretty similar and what you don't know what you're getting. I feel like they're No, I'm saying that he'll be available. Oh. I think Fields is a little bit more like, yeah, the Bears are probably more likely to take Caleb than the Broncos yeah. are to cut. Russell I just Wilson. don't. I just don't think eight's the price for him. I think it's probably a second and a third. I might be wrong. But. Yeah, I I think you're probably right too. I I just would have. A, they make yeah. a pro, they'd make a profit off of that if if that yeah sense. like that's yeah. I don't know if his stock has necessarily risen, and you have to pay him. I think that's probably the other thing that they would be true thinking about with with that whereas like eight you wouldn't have to pay a quarterback for five years but yeah i don't but know might man. Also, there might not if they do hope if they bank on taking a quarterback at eight like after the fourth or fifth pick they could realize wait our quarterback at eight is gonna have to be mccarthy Penix, or Knicks. how excited are we about any of those guys <laughs> Can we wait until the second round? <laughs> I, none of these options are good. No, <laughs> and they're in a weird spot. Because if they want to trade up and then just like to take... I mean, at that point, they're trading up. It'd be really tough for them to trade to one to get Caleb Williams. They're trading up to hopefully get Mayor Daniels. Then it's like, you got to really like one of those guys. Because to go from eight to two or three, you're, you're probably giving up. That's a lot. That's you're a, giving up a lot. That's that a lot might even, That's like probably a future first. Yeah, the Texans right. gave up a first and something else, I think, to move from twelve to two. Yeah, yeah. I so think, if you're going from eight to two, that's not. I think at that point, much of a difference. If I was them, I think at that point, I'd I'd probably lean towards trading for Fields because it's probably yeah, you're gonna have to pay him. But as far as picks and capital goes, like it's gonna be cheaper to trade for Fields than it is to trade in yeah. the top three. I guess uh, yeah. The question that we we just can't answer is what's the price for Fields? Yeah, because yeah. there there's got to be some discrepancy i don't know and maybe right. they, they probably don't even know too because they're probably trying to figure out if they should go caleb or keep and trade fields like i don't know right so yeah. uh, i do not envy the falcon situation <laughs> no um all right last team for today is the carolina panthers uh they hired dave canales this is this is tough um about 40 million in cap 45 million in cap 42 and no draft picks. No no first round draft pick. Um and your best player is a free agent. <laughs> um Brian Burns is a free agent. You you I don't know, in my opinion, you have to try to bring him back because outside of him, this team is really struggling for talent. Um they're another team where and and they're in even a tougher spot because you can't just say we pick best available because you don't pick until the second round. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I was telling Eli earlier, I think the brights, like in my opinion, I liked the Canales hire. Like I think you, they did the right thing by going out and getting a guy who can develop, has a history of developing quarterbacks to try to develop your quarterback because that's, 
And if it doesn't work, that's a massive miss, like massive, massive miss to miss on Bryce and giving up the first overall pick in the next year. Um, so that's, I don't know. That's kind of my, that would be my thing for the season for the Panthers is let's hope Bryce can develop with Canales because other than that, and hopefully we can bring Burns back. I don't know if, if Burns walks, what another missed opportunity to trade him. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's what I was going to, didn't you get offered a first round pick by San Francisco and LA last year? I think was the rumor. Yeah. Like that is <sighs> if they, yeah, if he walks, Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a awful missed opportunity to at least recoup something yeah. that you lost. They could be bad for a really long time, guys. Like Mitch, I know, I know you like Bryce, and I, I did too. I really liked Bryce coming out of college. Like he was that guy at Alabama that just figured out how to win games. But they could be bad for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, like, like the like Detroit Lions bad for a long time, or like Cleveland Browns, like that stretch hole, like literally, yes, yeah, literally just a pit, like. N- Nothing good ever happens there. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they trade. <laughs> yeah, they could have had the first overall, but they don't. They have a quarterback who we we probably won't ever. We won't know how good he actually is for like a few years at least. There's nothing if there's, ever. If ever, yeah. Like there's there's just nothing else there besides like around Bryce Young, and it's. Ugh, it's tough. They're in a, yeah, they're in a really hard spot, and especially like forty-two million dollars in cap, really isn't a whole lot when you look at like, okay, what can they actually do with that? It's like try to bring back Burns. If you can't, then it's like then you're just signing like other veterans that are what gonna keep make sure you get four or five wins instead of three or two. Like I don't. Yeah. No, it's. It's bleak. I hit a so, massive NBA parlay. <laughs> <laughs> that I actually would rather hear about that than talk about the Panthers. Let's freaking go. What was the parlay? Uh, I had Nuggets Nuggets to win, Jokic over nine and a half assists, Jamal Murray over 20 and a half points, and then just a random, uh, in a totally different game, Wendell Carter over 12 and a half points. Five to win 51. Wow. Nice. Back in the green, baby. <laughs> oh, that's so huge for the program. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else on the Panthers. No, they're, I just, yeah. it's, it sucks to be a Panther right now. Yeah, tough. Tough. At least you're not in the spot you were in like four years ago when you were paying like seven different quarterbacks and like four of them weren't on your team. Yeah. True. <laughs> All right. Anything else? We're at an hour 50. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. That's it for my corner. All right. Good. Lots of football talk today, but we knocked out three divisions. Well done, fellas. I, I'm. I, people might not listen to the entire thing. Probably not. But um, honestly, like it, we, I just said, we went an hour 50. It felt like 20 minutes. Like I, I really enjoy these. These are It's fun to talk ball. So, um, but yeah, that's all I got. Let's watch some Shane Gillis. Uh, yeah. right. Rock the house. Rock the house.